Hello, and welcome to Into the Disneyverse, where our historians Jess and Tandy explore the world of Disney, including rides, resorts, restaurants, and so much more. On today's episode, you'll get to know our historians, their beginnings with Disney, and some of their favorite things in the world. So hop on the monorail with us, put on your Mickey ears, and grab a Dole Whip as we travel to the happiest, most magical place on Earth. Hey, Jess, you want to talk about Disney for an entire podcast series? I think there would be nothing more that I would love exciting to to talk about than to talk about Disney. Okay, what if I said, let's talk about It's a Small World for every episode? (sighs) You lost me. We're going to pass. I'm out, guys. I'm out. We're definitely going to talk about that. (laughs) So this this has been a little bit of a long time coming. Um, We're on episode three. Wait, take three of episode one. Yeah, guys, it's it. If we get this, this which is really a bonus episode, if we get this out by the time we're ready to launch the podcast, it'll be a freaking miracle. We've had tech issues. We had we were real tired on the last one. <laughs> um, wasn't a lot of wasn't a lot of energy. I need involved. Mickey to come and wave the magic hat over us. Cause you know, you know what we need, Tandy? What a trip to Disney World. That's what we need. Disney World. Yeah, that's what we need. Or Disneyland. So I think, though, where I want to start um, for this episode is I want to talk a little bit about our beginnings with Disney. Um, you and I have a little bit of different journeys. Mm-hmm. Um, we, having, we were both introduced to Disney early, but we were, we were introduced to Disney on their separate respective coasts. Um, so let's dive in a little bit on how we got started with our love of, of Disney World and really all things Disney. So for me, the first time I went to Disney World was when I was three years old. Um, as a kid, we'd go every year until I was about 12 or 13. Uh, my dad grew up on a farm in Indiana with seven brothers and sisters, so he never got to take a vacation. So it was really important for him for us to take a vacation because he never got that experience. Um, my parents had a cheap timeshare that they would trade for one week in Orlando and one week at the beach in Florida. So I grew up mainly in the Midwest and Northeast. And um, we drive to Florida for these vacations. So I was telling my mom about that. I told her that you would go in the van. <laughs> and, and were there seatbelts in that van, Jess? There were seatbelts. For the driver. For the driver. This was in the 80s. So this was one of the co- conversion vans were like the hot thing back then because you road trip in them. So there were seats in the front seats. And then you had captain's chairs and then in the middle. And then behind the captain's chairs, you had the bench that could lay down like a bed. So we had that. So there's no seatbelt when you're laying down in the bed to take a nap. So so while there were seatbelts, certainly, um, I'm not saying we use them. The, the, the other thing, this was before you had TVs in the backs of seats. My dad being the resourceful person that he is, um, he put a TV, a tube TV, in the floor of the van. We had one of those giant video recorders, like the ones that you had to hold on your you know, shoulder. Like a, a movie cameraman? You basically, you had to hold on your shoulder because it was so damn heavy. He went to Radio Shack and rigged this so he could get the power, because this was back before, like having that lighter attachment was a regular thing. So he went to Radio Shack and got whatever he needed to get to get power in there. None of this was strapped down. And and to boot, in between the captain's chairs, my parents had one of those giant metal trunks with cassette tapes because this was before 
compact discs, also known as CDs. So they had that in the center, no, nothing strapped down. Had we gotten in an accident, I would not be sitting here today recording be a this horrifying story yeah. with you. So yes, we had seatbelts, but I'm not saying it was safe. But it was fun. Oh my God. Oh, and it, well, you've, you know, Dave, Dave is my dad. You know, Dave, Dave yeah. was tons of fun. My mom, on the other hand, was annoyed a good five hours into until we actually got to Orlando. And how so, long was that drive? Anywhere from 23 to 28 hours, depending on where we were living at the time. So we have Virginia, Ohio, Michigan. We drive all the way down Highway 75. We would not stop at hotels. Poor Karen. Because, again, trying to make this as cost-effective as possible, my dad was not paying for a hotel halfway through. Yeah. They could rotate and sleep in the back and rotate driving. So we'd always stay in Orlando with the exception of the last year that we went, we did stay on property, but normally we'd stay in Orlando. We'd drive into Disney World and we were a rope drop to park close family. I think about this now, like with my mom bringing three kids and not staying on property. And like, it's insane to me. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I can't imagine driving an hour all the way to Disney, because it's almost an hour to get there. Basically traffic, an hour from Orlando. From Orlando, yeah. every day, parking. Like, And I, I've never parked at Disney World, so I don't oh, know what that situation is, is. The parking lot is in, it's, it's it's huge. huge. It's huge, yeah. It's, for each park, I would imagine. Yeah. That's just a lot. And then to get out well, strollers originally, and then everyone's stuff. Well, remember, too, with Magic Kingdom, and see, you haven't experienced this because you haven't parked. You have the TTC to deal with the ticket and transportation center. Oh, mm-hmm. So you get off of your out of your car, you take the tram to the TTC. You're not even at the gates yet. You now have to travel to get to the gates. When you stay on property, you get a bus that takes you straight to the mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom gates. Um, when you don't stay on property, you don't have that luxury. It's it's hard to get. Yeah. So I can't I can't imagine staying until park close. And then going back to the car and knowing you have another hour to drive back to the the condo. It's insane. I feel for Dave. I I too would not. You know what, though? He was trying to create that magic, man. And and, and he did because you know what? I don't remember. It being a struggle. It being a struggle. I remember the, and, and, you know, he would be thrilled to know this now. Like, I remember all the good times. I remember nothing about the challenge of the transport. You know who does remember? Karen. Yes. My mom. So that's kind of how, that that would be our transit when we would go. Um, and I am your quintessential 80s Disney World kid, man. 80s, I am 90s? Late 80s, early 90s. And there there is a pocket in, like, so I've watched enough yeah. YouTube videos. Like, I have people. And that's who, why I wanted to say it was 80s and 90s, because Disney did change over that, that span of decades. Thank, thank you, Michael Eisner. Yep. Some for yep. the good and some for the bad. Yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> We're going to get into that on the Tower of Terror episode. I am all wrapped up in that nostalgia, though. Like, I can't, there's no, there's no separation for me. I remember Magic Kingdom and Epcot as a kid. And, and if you're a late 80s, early 90s kid, you know exactly what I'm saying when, you, when I say I remember Epcot in the 80s. I remember the castle. I remember when Dumbo was at the front of the park. I remember the song that played when you walked through Cinderella's castle into Fantasyland. Haunted Mansion as, my, as a kid, my favorite ride, by the way. I remember the electric light parade, which they don't do anymore at Disney World. I'm devastated about. They do the little floats, but it's not the same. I remember fireworks and Tinkerbell flying from the castle. I remember horizons and body wars and the original journey into imagination, the good version with Figment and Dreamcatcher. I was there the years that MGM Studios, now Hollywood Studios, opened and I am the person who holds the candle for the great movie ride in the studio backlot door. Pass. So I've grown up with the parks, and the parks have grown up with me. I mean, I mean, really. 
as an adult though, I didn't go back until I had kids. So we went every year until I was about 12 or 13. And then I didn't go back until I was 36. Why did you stop at 12 or 13? So teenagers mm-hmm. or are dicks. Are hell? Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I wanted to go to Disney World. I have, an, I have an older brother. We're, we're basically Irish twins. We're barely a year apart. Oh, Kyle didn't want to go. Kyle didn't want to go. And I think the cost of it. So that last trip was not. So I do remember that last trip not being super enjoyable. And contemporary is still really expensive to go to. Well, and that's the year we stayed on property. I don't think the resorts were the way they were. I think there weren't a lot of resources for planning the way there are now. My parents did that on their own. My mom was not whelmed with the amount of money that they spent and what they got on return on the resorts. Again, I think things were different back then. I also don't think they, they did all their research fully. And so that last trip was not, it wasn't fun. Mm -hmm. I think with that, given the fact that we, like we started to not have fun, me and my older brother, my parents made the judgment call. We're not, we're not doing this anymore. And we started going to the beach and, and going other places like Mexico and that, and that type of stuff. We, we kind of grew up um, and we were in that middle phase of not really being interested in Disney. So I didn't go back until I had kids because life and marriage and, and all that kind of stuff. And I, and I'm married to somebody who, was never really interested in Disney World until we went with the kids, and now he has a deep love for it for different reasons. But I have vivid memories of the parks as a little kid, and I, you know, completely believe that you you should go when you have that suspended disbelief. Tandy, I know you've never had that because you were born a forty year old person. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But it was really important for me to take my kids when the magic was still real. Actually, we had a discussion, me and Juan, because Elena was three the first year we went. And he's like, I think she's too young. And I'm like, oh, you, do, you don't understand. There's no such thing as too, too young for Disney in my mind. And it was awesome to get to see the reactions to everything, especially Elena, the three-year-old, who really believed that the characters were real. We met Mickey and Minnie, but the one that she was most entranced with was Winnie the Pooh. I'll never forget, like, like in her mind, that was Winnie the Pooh. And she was just whole, so amazed at the whole trip, and it ended up becoming about hunting characters. And that's kind of where we're at now is, you know, this balance of getting to see my kids enjoy the park and then me kind of enjoying all the nostalgia aspects of it. So let's talk about kind of your your beginnings to Yeah, to because Disney. we have very different experiences we do um because you went to disney world as a kid and then we'll go to disneyland as an adult yep and i went to disneyland as a child because we lived in la for a brief period well my brief period and then we moved away and then we would go back on vacation to visit family etc and as an adult i went to disney world and so you know then this the nostalgia for me should be disneyland funny enough up until about a week ago I thought my first trip to Disneyland was when I was five. Turns out it was not. It was when I was three. We went in 1989. Uh, My mother and father are a little bit older. They're in their 70s. And so they remember Disney when it opened. Yeah. And they also remember my mom, when she first went in the 70s, maybe early 70s, they still had the paper ride. 
So she had to buy yeah, the so, passbook. So I think I'm going to talk about e-ticket in one of our... So so that's that's where you had an A ticket, a B yep. ticket, a C yep. ticket, a D ticket. And e-ticket rides are the best rides and they were the most yep. expensive rides we yep. had to pay. Yep. And that's what my mom said. She said she got a, a book. She said the best rides were the e-ticket rides. And she said that at the time period, if you had a guy that you liked, you said he was an e-ticket. <laughs> oh, I love that. Which oh, I thought I'm was really it. funny. Let's make it Let's make it a thing again, guys. He's an e-ticket. Yeah, he's an e-ticket. And so she, she really loved it. And so she had grown up watching, you know, Wonderful World of Disney. And so I think that for her, she really wanted, she really wanted to go. And then she said when in her 20s, she wasn't interested in that stuff. You know, she was an adult. She was on to other things. And then a friend and her child said, you want to come Disneyland with us? And so she went and she was just blown away. And then same thing like you, like she got married, she had a kid and she was like, mm, I wasn't even thinking about Disneyland. And then one day she's like, well, I'll take you. And then there's pictures of me <laughs> with like posing with, with people. I'll show Candy, you. Candy, I cannot wait to see a picture of you with a character. I don't look very interested. Like I, again, Tandy was born 40. <laughs> like I look, I look excited, but not like, oh my God, this is goofy. I'm standing next to It's more like, okay, take the picture. I look like that now. Like I'm excited to meet goofy now. I'm yeah. that, I'm that adult that you get annoyed at. Cause I'm trying to talk to the character. Yeah. I'm walking away. I'm finding a churro. So, you know, I went in 1989, we took pictures. They have a petting zoo at Disneyland, which I had no idea. And so I guess I went then. And then when I was five years old, we were leaving Los Angeles. We were coming to Texas. And so my mom wanted to take me one last time. And I remember being very excited. I don't think I remembered the previous time, but since then I had, you know, watched Little Mermaid and and I remember It's a Small World. I remember riding the railroad and seeing dinosaurs. I remembered the submarine voyage, again, seeing mermaids. Like mermaids were a big thing for me because I'd just seen Little Mermaid. And seeing all of those things was amazing. Like you could put something like magical inside a building. It was just, it was amazing to me. And California Adventure was not around at that time. Right. So it was, to me, it was a very contained park. And I know that the years we went back afterwards, we kept going to Disneyland. Like my mom never took me to Disney World. I don't know why we didn't go to Florida. We only (laughs) went to LA. And it was probably because we're in between the two coasts. Right. But if your mom's from there. Well, my dad's from there. And I think he went back to see family and to catch up with friends. And so it was, you know, down the street. So while he's doing that, we went to Disneyland. Sure. Every time we went back, it was really exciting, especially to start. War stuff to see that come into play to just ride the rides it was it was always very exciting California Adventure opened after the last time I went as an, a teenager so we didn't get to ride any of those rides I do remember all of the commercials it was very exciting then when I was a little bit older you know we talked about going to Disney World because my mom always wanted to go to Disney World yeah and I ended up paying for it and we went and it was just so much fun and and this is what I say is Disneyland should be the nostalgia for me but I don't really like Disneyland <laughs> Uh, I love you, Disney World. You as a native Californian, which I don't know, mm-hmm. I think you consider yourself more of a native ca- Texan than yes. a native California. Oh, yeah. But Definitely. you as somebody who grew up in California, that that is a hot And who went take. back, yeah. Because I talk to people who have lived in California. Oh, they're diehard. And they're, you know, they're comparing, if we're being real, they're comparing Magic Kingdom to to Disneyland. They're not comparing, because I mean, Magic Kingdom not was all the first of, park. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry, you can't compare the whole of Disney World, but... Most people prefer Disneyland. Like, yeah, you're my mom told that me that. Take. She said, "Well, Disney Disneyland's special," and I was like, "The rides are longer and allegedly better." That's what I've heard. I, I like, and I've heard the food's better, and I know you don't feel that way. I mean, 
So I, I think things are just a little bit more expensive at Disneyland because the space is so limited. Sure, yeah. And yeah. I, you know, the to-go food's still good. I still think, just like Disney World is, you know, you get in line, you have, you know, chicken nuggets and fries. It's still good to me. Churros. Um, but yeah, and churros are, please, churros are always delicious. <laughs> at Disney World, I, I just feel like it's just different. There's a different feeling when you go. Yep. And I just think there's so, so much more rides, so much more adventure. There's a lot more food. There's a lot more fun. It just has a different feel that I never had when I went to Disneyland. And I went back to Disneyland as an adult after visiting Disney World. And I was like, man, there's not a lot here, you know? And it didn't have the same feel. Like a cast member rolled their eyes at me and I was like, wow, we are not in Disney yeah, that World. Yeah, that is not Florida. I, I mean, so the other thing too is like Disney World is its own city. So when you roll up to that area before you've even entered the parks. I mean, you're, you're in your, you're in like, you're, you're in the dome. Mm -hmm. Like you're in a whole new, yeah. a whole new world for you've like a better been, descriptor. You've almost been like baptized by the trees and the roads. <laughs> I love stepping that. into Disney world because you're not in a city. You're not passing through towns and, you know, downtown LA and you know, you're, you are, you're in a completely like separated city from yep. where you land on the plane. And I think too, you know, we've been, I mean, you drove there. So, you know, there was no like exterior planes, airport traffic or anything. No. Then we took Magical a, Express, Magical Express, which is not a thing anymore. We realized. Right. But I mean, they would have like movies on and yeah. it, it gets you ready, it gets you pumped. And then there's the train that's going to happen, right? And that's going to be the same thing too. It's preparing you. And that long drive, even if you slip some headphones on and you're just quiet, I mean, it, it's preparing you yep. for Disney because you are going from the real world to Disney world. By the way, what were we watching on that TV? Uh, Disney movies. <laughs> That's yeah, what we're exactly. watching the whole way to because you're world. preparing exactly. It's um, it, it's it's um, it's a pilgrimage, right? Absolutely. And you have to prepare yourself for the destination. And so I just always felt like Disney World was better than Disneyland. I know I'm gonna get a bunch of crap for that, but I just feel like it's a better park. And and I've been to the parks in France. I've been to the parks in Japan. Yeah, and you're I a well-traveled park goer. I haven't gone to Shanghai or Hong Kong. It's on the list, but. I still feel like Walt Disney World is the best. And and the comparison that I hear quite a bit is that, you know, it's Tokyo Sea that's the the biggest competitor to Walt Disney World. Yeah. And hands down Walt Disney World is better. Have you been to Tokyo Sea? Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Yep. I was two sure parks that are right next to each I, other. I, I knew you had gone to Tokyo Disney. I didn't, I, this is bad of me. I didn't realize Tokyo Sea was a thing until I started doing yeah. research for Tower yep. of Terror. I was curious if you had been to that yeah. park before. Yep. Okay. Yep. You have. And I, I re we'll get there, but I really love that Tower of Terror. That's one of my favorites. I've been to all the parks, so I know exactly, you yeah. know, not all of them. As I, as I said, I didn't go to not Shanghai. Shanghai, but you've been to, I mean, you've Quite probably been to more than most. Yeah. And at the end of the day, Walt Disney World's it for me. The winner. Yeah. So the next thing I want to dig into is our favorite rides. And you didn't, I, I, I thought you might get into this a little bit more as you were talking oh, about pirates. your background. I was a little bit, because you were talking about the rides are longer. And I was like, yeah. well, like there, there is, Pirates is a little bit longer at Disneyland, but. So, I, so Pirates of the Caribbean is your favorite is ride. Is my favorite ride. Hands down. Yep. Hands down. Always has been. Yes, I always okay. has been. My mom would argue that it was, it's a small world, but that's just Candy because. will never admit or cop to that, even if it's a reality. I, I'll admit to, I agreed to go on that ride and I have been on it since I was an adult. <laughs> and it was for a specific purpose was to see the mermaids at the end of the ride. So my purpose 
air conditioning for 10 minutes. Yeah. That's, that, that's my goal. That's the whole... That's 15 the whole, minutes, Jess. 15. Don't well, call yourself short. In Disneyland, it's that way. But at Disney World, I think it clocks at 11 minutes, actually. I, I read it was 15 all okay. the way around. Maybe. maybe. It's, a, it's a lot of air conditioning when it's, when it's 100 degrees outside. The torture minutes. should be consistent, don't you think? It should be. Pirates is your favorite mm-hmm. ride. Yeah, Pirates is my favorite. What's your favorite ride? Haunted Mansion. And it's interesting that it is because I don't like scary movies at all. And I hate haunted houses. But I love this ride. There's definitely a nostalgia factor. It's a, it's a classic Disney dark ride. And there's so much to see. Like, it's funny. It's a little bit scary. I mean, as a kid, it was probably a little bit scarier to me. As a kid, that, I was scared. That Pepper's ghost effect ballroom scene. Yep. It, it blows me away every time. Yeah. And like, it's amazing that that ride has been at, it's an opening day attraction at Disney world, not Disneyland, but it's, it's been there since 71. Mm-hmm. And that effect has not really changed that drastically. They've made some updates to the ride, but not there. And that effect blows me away mm-hmm. every freaking time. It's yep. just it, the grand, the grandness of it is mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. That's my favorite part of that ride. So what's your favorite, second favorite ride in magic kingdom? It's gotta be haunted mansion. A, a close third, <laughs> is Peter Pan. Because I love that ride growing oh, up as Peter a child. Smells the so smells, <laughs> the black light, the dust. Uh, my favorite part of the Peter Pan ride when I was a kid was flying over the city. Like I felt like I was oh, yeah. flying over That's, London. The way they've executed that with how you go in and around things is, is just incredible. Because there wasn't, I mean, there wasn't a lot that they had to work with at that time. Um, and the fact that ride still holds up. I love that they pretend to sprinkle pixie dust on the, on the bar yeah. before you like, like and it goes down. That's the little details at Disney oh, yeah. world that just are amazing. Yeah. That's funny. Cause my second favorite ride at magic kingdom has to be uh, pirates. pirates. Of the Caribbean. It's a great ride. <laughs> Ask me tomorrow. I might give you a different answer, but today it's, I mean, cause I, there's a lot of like, I'm with you. I could, I could go Peter Pan. Jungle cruise is a lot of fun. The mountains, obviously. Now, you um, did like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride when it was oh in existence. God. Well, so if Mr. Toad's Wild Ride was still there, that actually might, that might edge out Haunted Mansion for my favorite. It definitely would be my second favorite. I loved, Mr. that Toad. was the ride I made a beeline for when we would, I, I, like that ride I loved as a kid. I, 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 I miss it dearly. I'm, I'm actually, I, like, I like, I like Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But I'm pissed that that ride's no longer <laughs> at Disney World. Yeah, and and I think like if so, so again, I didn't go to Disney World as a kid. But if they still had Submarine Voyage, I mean that might be a second for me. Because, you mean Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea? Right, yeah. right. And I really enjoyed that ride when it was at Disneyland. It's still at Disneyland. It's just different. But yeah. they did have it at Disney World for a while, and they've paved it over since and done the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which. I think is a better ride, but still, I, I, know, I would I be know. excited to see yeah. Submarine Voyage. Uh, Seven Doors Mine Train is actually, Juan, Juan and I were talking about this this week, too. Um, there's, there's a chance we might be going to Disney soon, so there's been a lot of talk at our house around, around stuff. Um, he, he's like, that ride's pretty good for like a kid's coaster. And, like, it, it's, there's a lot there to like around Mine Train. They did, a, they did a great job with that ride. I don't think I've been on any ride at Disney that's been rough. Like They build really smooth rides. So I will say Thunder doesn't ride the same way when you're 38 as it does when you're 8. I feel like it does. No, I Juan, Juan challenged me on that. He said he didn't think it was that bad. I, so it was rougher than I remember. I think We also rode in the back. Issa and I rode in the back I think when we rode it. Well, and I rode it with you guys. Oh, that's I don't right. Think we were in the back. Um, but then, you know, you have... Um, I get vertigo. Sickness. I get vertigo, like motion sick. So I, I have inner ear problems from motion sickness that I used to not have. So that might have been why I felt it a little bit more. T- and I don't think I had my motion sick medicine mm-hmm. that day. When we tried not to sit in the back, 
We Hot the, tip, we, if you ever ride the Aerosmith rock and roller coaster, never ooh, sit in the back. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was, so my brother and I used to, like, we used to wait to sit in the back oh. on that ride. When we, but we were, so again, we were 12 and 13. Like, yeah. we, were, we, were, we were young. It's funny, though, going back to the Pirates thing, because I had never ridden that ride. That's true. Until la- I was 37 years old the first time I rode that ride. Classic Disney ride. We never rode it. I don't think my brothers were into pirates. I was a girl. I wanted to ride all the princess Who is stuff. not into pirates? Well, I don't know. We never rode that ride. I don't know if it was a line or what. So my first introduction to pirates was actually the movies. Okay. I saw the movies before I rode the ride. I thought the Jack Sparrow <laughs> was a... Um, you thought he was real? I thought he was part of the ride before the movies. Man, I didn't realize that that was an add They found Johnny Depp to fit that character so well. Oh, wow, Tandy, that looks a Just lot like, like Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. <laughs> Man, if they ever make a movie out of this ride, they should hire Johnny Depp. I, and I don't want to go off too, too much of a tangent, but those movies are amazing. I just rewatched the first one recently. It holds up. It's the best uh, character introduction ever. Yeah, whoever thought to make movies off of the rides was pretty smart because... Yeah, and they're hit and miss there, so the way to do it is the way... Like, but it's like, still advertising. Well, it is definitely advertising. And they do that well. They do... They do, well, no one does advertising. No it's subliminal messaging like better than any. Than I'll Disney. take it. Subliminal message me all you exactly, want, Disney. Exactly. All right, so let's talk about... Um, I kind of want to go into the, the parks overall, and then we can talk about our favorite rides. So what's your favorite park, Tandy? Because we, we've, we've talked a lot about Magic Kingdom, but what is your favorite park? I feel like you know what my favorite park is, Jess. Epcot. And what does that stand for? I also love the experimental prototype city of yeah. tomorrow. I'm an 80s Epcot kid, people. And that that was, so again, subliminal messaging. That mm-hmm. was said, so they don't really touch on that so much uh, anymore, but that was said a lot on the rides and where you were at. It was it was frequently referred to as the, exper- the experimental prototype city of tomorrow. That was Walt's whole thing. Like Epcot was always supposed to be like this giant, this giant like science, experiment it's like a like a souped up Tomorrowland. that's what it always felt it's like Tomorrowland on steroids which yeah. is what it like it's supposed to be yeah and that is what it's supposed to be i, I like what it is mm-hmm. i miss what it was like i have a love for that i think we're getting a little bit back to that i'm i can't wait to see the moana water experience because that is very much like what epcot used to be this really interactive like learning place and and so i'm excited to see that i also epcot's also my favorite part to the, the chagrin of, of my family. You're the only one that likes Epcot? Yeah, so Juan loves Hollywood Studios because of Star Wars. Issa loves Animal Kingdom, which... Really? Because of the animals? Well, she loves animals. She rode Flight of Passage as an eight-year-old, and it blew her mind. And by the way, she rode it four times in one day. She loves that ride. She likes Cali River Rapids because she's a kid and kids. And then Expedition Everest is her favorite roller coaster yeah. ever. So she, so there's a lot there for her to. And yeah. she's an animal. Like she, she could spend all day in the animal trails. And oh, be, and I have. Yeah, she'd be it's happy. amazing. And then Nana obviously loves Magic Kingdom because she's a princess girl yeah. and she's six years old. And, and what six, what six year old doesn't love Magic Kingdom? So that that's their <laughs> favorites. Tandy, you were born 40. Yep. We talked about that. Yeah, because I love Epcot because it has the around the world, and I love to travel. So for me, it's like traveling, but I get to be at Disney, and Epcot is all about food. So Well, and so you and I are both foodies, foodies yeah. and food lovers. And, and if you're a food lover, well, and, and drinks too. Like So yeah. I, I like different kinds of, of cocktails and that kind of stuff. And like by the way, that pub we went to, um, the uh, Rose and Crown, like I didn't really have much of an expectation because we have pubs here. That was that was incredible. And I as guarantee somebody who's gluten free, yep. 
I had like freaking options on ciders that I could have. And we went in it during the pandemic. So there wasn't really an option for us to kind of talk to the bartenders. But I bet if we did talk to them, they'd tell us something like this bar was imported from a small pub in the middle of York. And I'd be like, (laughs) yeah, I believe it. So on the last trip, Tandy and I went with my family. So we we were all there with the kids and my husband. Tandy and I went to Epcot without any of them. They went to the pool. They went to a pool, the pool. And you know what? Everyone... Everyone had a lovely time. Everyone had a lovely day. They came and met us for dinner. Except that one lady who lost her stroller and nearly flew into the lake. She wasn't having the best day. Oh, that poor thing, man. That I mean, she thing. was drunk, so, you know, that that's the joy of Epcot. So that's the only problem with Epcot now, and it used to not so much be that drinking around the world wasn't as much of a thing as yeah. it is now. So that is the one thing I don't, as a, as a parent, I struggle with this at Epcot because it is a little bit of a party atmosphere. We, we went during food and wine, too, so especially during food and wine. So in the evenings, it does have a tendency to get a little bit more adult, and you've got some... Yeah, some, it's uh, more of an adult park. Yeah, it definitely is. And on the World show, Showcase side, especially... Mm-hmm. So speaking of food, what's your favorite restaurant, Tandy? It's the T-Rex restaurant. Oh, I know I'm going to get a lot of hot takes on that. You know what? Here's the thing. I've heard some feedback on T-Rex, and I disagree. Because I like T-Rex. Not mm-hmm. my favorite restaurant, but I like it. I think I would like it even if I wasn't a parent, because it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I went, well, I'm you not love a parent. Di- you love dinosaurs. I love dinosaurs. It's got to build a dino. It's got a huge aquarium. There's meteor showers. Here's, it's amazing. Here's what I've heard on feedback on this. The the food is the food is subpar, which is a lie. The food Bull. is so I've I've eaten there now twice. Chicken fried chicken. Well, and so I I, I so I have a gluten this is the uh, what's gonna become my my uh, my disclaimer anytime we talk about food. So I have a gluten intolerance. Mm-hmm. The rotisserie chicken there is excellent. I how, think it, what, how big is it? It's huge. You get a big chunk it's of that like chicken. A chicken. Huh? It's like a whole chicken for like fifteen bucks. Mm-hmm. It, now the prices may have gone up since, but the first time we went there it was fifteen. Yeah. Like, I need people to go to like a frickin' Chili's and really look at the menu and see what they're charging. It ain't that much more, people. And the food's excellent. You get huge portions. Mm-hmm. The kids are happy. Yep. It's a huge menu. So if you have picky eaters, this is a great place to go for picky yep. eaters. And then like Tandy said, it's a lot of fun. There's asteroid storms. Look, if you're going to bitch at Disney about a restaurant being too loud, you're in the wrong place, people. Like, And that's not the right restaurant for you. If you're wanting... You know what? Go to Victoria and Albert's if you're wanting like a really quiet... You yeah, spend four hundred dollars for a exactly. meal. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I can I can get behind T Rex, although people are going to come for you. For, <laughs> come at Fine you. Fine by me. So I'm going to change my answer on this because I've had some time to ruminate on it since we've. This is now our third attempt because mm-hmm. I've been saying at Skipper Canteen, which I love and, every, I love that and it's one a too. hidden gem, and everybody should go to Skipper Canteens, especially if you love Jungle Cruise. It's amazing, but I'm actually going to say Nomad Lounge. You do love Nomad Lounge. And I think it counts because they serve food. I realize it's oh, a it lounge. Oh, it totally counts. The drinks are amazing. The churros so, are delicious. As I was talking about with cocktails, they have really cool twists. So you can get a Manhattan, but you can get a Manhattan with like African liquor in it. So mm-hmm. it's it's like different twists on classic cocktails. I have dreams about that corn that corn chowder I had. Oh, the corn chowder was delicious. And, I'm so glad they had it too. And again... They have gluten-free churros. Yep, they're delicious. And I, I've heard several food bloggers say they are the best churros in Disney World. I know you may not agree with that, but and, and I can't say because I haven't had the other churros I don't know, in so long. I, and I haven't had all the churros in Disney, so I can't say. What I will say is that you can't tell that they're gluten-free. Well, and so, so here's the thing. I hadn't had a churro in over a decade. I, I mean, you were there with me. I, I, I 
like I was having a love affair with these churros. Yeah, they were delicious. The they came amazing. with dipping sauce. It was you delicious. and I each had our own basket. We were not. Yeah. This is this presentation. Is me and we're not was sharing. Oh, and the dipping sauces. So I think I shared this with you. They've changed one of the dipping sauces to a coffee sauce. Yep. And which I, we appreciate because we had coffee with our churros. Yeah. Exactly. So I will say, hot tip for that is that Nomad Lounge is lovely. It is air conditioned. Do not ride the uh, Cali Ripper Rapids before no, you we go were to Nomad Lounge. Good God, we were cold. I didn't we get to get have a beverage because I had to have so, coffee. Yeah, it was so coffee. cold. You were so cold. I didn't care. I got a cocktail. Yeah, the cocktails, the food, the seating, and the ambiance there is definitely a ten. And it's a you know it's a nice like relaxing pause because even if you're on the patio, like you're kind of nested in your own spot. So Mm -hmm. if you want like a time to get out of the heat, get out of the hustle and bustle, it's a great place to go relax Mm -hmm. and luxuriate a little bit. Now I want to talk about rides to the specific parks because we talked about our favorite rides overall and our second favorite. I also want to talk a little bit about rope drop rides because we're going to talk about this concept. So Tandy, there's two different kinds of <laughs> riders that go to Disney. There is the emotional rope drop rider and the rational rope drop rider. So you guys are going to get to know us real well. And this is going to shock no one as we go through. I am a rational rope drop rider. I am a planner. Like that is the whole fun of Disney to me is to plan and Tandy is. Oh, I also like to plan for Disney, but I am also an emotional rope drop rider, <laughs> meaning that I have waited year or years to go to Disney and I know exactly what I want to ride. And I don't care if there's a line or not a line. Tandy, Tandy doesn't think about like the, the wait for the rides later. I she just do. wants to go to the ride that she wants to ride first, whether, whether that line's going to be long. I'll just say that, you know what? My method has not hurt me. I don't think I have waited in a line over an hour at any park I've ever gone to ever, except once, but my mom planned that. Okay. So we'll say that's on Joe. So I want to go back into Magic Kingdom a little bit first while we're talking about rope drop rides. What? So we'll go to the like favorite rides in the other parks, and I also want to talk about what's your rope drop ride at those parks. What's your rope drop ride at Magic Kingdom, Tandy? So the rational rope drop rider, I think, should go for Jungle Cruise or Peter Pan. And so the, this is going to be a little bit of a hot take because everybody's going to say Mind Train. Here's what I'm going to tell you about Mind Train. If you, um, if you, if you're a resort guest and you get in early, maybe mind train, but everybody's going to mind train. So one thing, or at least fantasy land. Oh yeah. Fantasy land. So if you, first of all, if you got genie plus prioritize genie plus for mind train, because if you try to rope drop that, you're still wait, you're still waiting. Like there's no way right now that you're not going to wait for mind train. It'll be interesting to see how Tron changes this when it opens. But right now, like you're waiting an hour on mind train. There's, Mm -hmm. there's no way around it. I agree. I I go straight to jungle cruise. I'm rope dropping that because that line. So the problem with jungle cruise is it's a low capacity and it takes a really long time to load and unload, which is why the line's so long. And that line stays an hour or more all day long. I, I've never seen that line drop. Mm-hmm. That's the whole reason we didn't ride it the first time we went with the kids. Cause yep. the line was too freaking long. And then you were the one that actually recommended we rope drop it. And, and we waited maybe 15 minutes in line yeah, for it. Not long. We, were, we kept moving. Like there was no point where we were standing well, too long. The other thing is, like I said, everybody's going to Fantasyland. Not yeah. nearly as many people go to Adventureland. So I like to go to um, Jungle Cruise, and then I'm either going to Haunted Mansion or Big Thunder because they're at the back of the park, and I work my way around. But I'm also a very rational rider. I'm not stopping. I'm not like Tandy. I'm not stopping at Pirates. Oh, on the I'm way stopping over at Pirates. Stopping at Pirates on the way there and on the if way. If I'm by myself and it's an emotional <laughs> rope drop ride, I'm going to Pirates. All right, so let's let's go to the other parks now. Let's. Um, what's your favorite ride at Hollywood Studios? Candy. So my favorite ride at Hollywood Studios is got to be Rise of Resistance. Because if we're talking a ride, 
Yeah. I mean, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Always have been since I was a kid. Um, like, it's incredible. If you, are, if you are a Star Wars fan, that is worth the money to go. Stand in the line. If there was, like, a fast pass that, like, moved you to, the, like, getting in the car, I would pass it because I would want to see the line. Yeah. So, I, and I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. And, and Rise is not my favorite ride, although it is... Like I'm, I'm prioritizing right. Like there's no way I'm not riding Rise because mm-hmm. it's. And, and by the way, whether you're a Star Wars fan or not, you like Rise is an experience that you. I wouldn't even call it a ride. It's, it's an experience. Mm-hmm. Everybody should do it at least once. Uh, I would wait. There's not a lot of rides that I would wait 90 minutes for. I would wait 90 minutes for Rise. It's, yep. it's the other thing is the ride's like 20 minutes long. It's, it's yep. the, the experience. They call you Rebel Scum. It's amazing. You, you get locked in a cell. It's, it's. The the ride's insane. Yeah, like it's 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 got. There's a story. Like I realize a lot of rides have stories. There's like a story here with a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yep. that's very clear. And like you're right in the middle of it. Oh my god, it's it's incredible. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Is so? Is that what you're rope dropping? I mean, if it's my rope drop, if we're talking about rope drop rides at Hollywood Studios. I and and when I talk about rides, I'm saying Disney is transient, right? So it's constantly changing. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So I'm not even thinking about like I'm not including virtual queues. Those might be today. They might be gone tomorrow. Lightning lanes are here, but they might Constantly be gone tomorrow. rotating. So I'm talking about without any strings attached, it would definitely be Rise of Resistance because I know it's going to be a long-ass line. Okay. Um, or Smuggler's Run because that too is a consistently long line. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some options with that one though that you have where you can single do rider. single rider line. Although if you're single rider, you're not piloting, guys. You, no. you have no choice. You are going to be yep. the, oh God, the, the, not the gunner, the... Not the electrician. What is it? The gunners and the electricians. That's oh, the electrician. You Depending, you're going to be an electrician. I've 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 single rider that I think twice, and I'm always the electrician. I'm never I think we gunner. did it six times. I've never been a gunner. So that's what I want. That's the position I want. Next so, time is I want to be a gunner. You know, if we were standing in line and somebody was like, "Man, I've already been the pilot. I want to be the gunner." That might be a place where a single rider could slip in. <laughs> Possibly, but it's going to be rare. But you don't get to pick. So one thing on yep. on um on that, and again, not to go too much on a tangent, but if you wait in the queue, you get to pick what your what you position is. You, they'll let you wait. If you do not wait in the queue and you do single rider, they will not let you pick. They, you have that's to go an, where, where they put you. That's another one where you want to at least, I highly recommend single oh, rider, you the but queue. you want to wait in the queue. Yeah. That, there's a lot of neat stuff, especially if you're a Han Solo fan. Yeah. So, so um, that, that actually, the queue thing actually goes to my favorite ride in Hollywood studios, which is tower of terror that I, and, and by the way, I'm rope dropping that, which I think is a solid decision. So you've got two, you've got a three options for a rope drop in Hollywood. You're going to uh, Batu and you're rope dropping rise. You're going to toy story land and you're rope dropping slinky dog. But by the way, you've got the same problem there as mine train. Everyone's going to slinky dog or you go to Hollywood Boulevard and you rope drop tower of terror, which is what I'm doing. It's also the back of the park which we, we know I like working my way from one end to the other. I'm rope dropping that, and then I'm going over to uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, and then I'm bouncing over to Toy Story Land. That's, that's, that's what I'm doing, but that's because I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I probably prioritize that later in the day. My emotional rope drop ride there would be Mickey's Mine Train, and I know that that's stupid, but... Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Rail, Railway. Runaway Rail Train. I never yeah. remember the name of that. You know what? It's the Mickey you know thing what? that runs fast. That's a solid choice. Like, so here's the thing. There's Hollywood a tornado. Studios which used to be like the redheaded stepchild for lack of a better descriptor. So boring. They have some, um, I mean, the, the rides are 90% e-ticket rides. There's some heavy hitters. The shows are amazing. Um, One time I almost got run over by a high school musical show that was there. And I was like, (laughs) I hate this park. And I left. I love that that happened to you. I walked in and I walked right out. All right, let's go over to animal kingdom. Now what's your favorite ride in animal kingdom? So 
I, you know, we've talked a lot about Animal Kingdom. There aren't a lot of rides, so again, not you can prioritize. But my favorite thing in Animal Kingdom is actually not a ride. It's going to see the gorillas. Like, I can spend hours watching gorillas. And I remember that the last time we were there, you know, we, we didn't get into the safari, I think, until later. We kind of did a different... Yep. Because of Pandora, we took a different approach. Yep. And when I went back to see the gorillas, they were all inside because they're only in the oh, mornings. yeah. And that's my favorite thing. Anytime I go to a zoo, et cetera, I want to see gorillas. And Disney is really great at how they take care of their animals. I mean, those animals are so happy there that they're, they're, they build families. They have babies. A lot of animals in captivity don't do that. And so if I'm going anywhere... I know it's an emotional rope drop. Oh my thing. God. You're rope dropping the gorilla. I'm going to go and see the gorillas wow. because they're going to go inside at some point and watch TV. And then I'm not going to be able to see gorillas. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that you went with that and not dinosaur. I'm not I do lie. like dinosaur. Yeah. But that's got no line. You can ride dinosaur. I can ride it any day, all day, all day, all time, yep. like 20 times in, yep. in one day. So I love so many rides in this park. Uh, but I think my favorite's Kilimanjaro safaris. I'm either rope dropping that or flight of passage. I can yeah. I could go either way for exactly the reasons that you just talked about. If I'm not rope dropping Kilimanjaro safaris, I'm doing it last thing of the day. Yep. Because that's when the animals are most active. I mean, I would agree with the the rational rope drop rider. Go to flight of passage. Like that's gonna be the easiest, quickest way to get into the ride first thing. And flight of passage falls falls into the same category for me as rides. None of us None of us are Avatar fans. I mean, even like... Well, I've never seen it. Well, you haven't seen it. Juan and I dislike it. Like, we actually have a strong dislike It's back out in the it. theaters. I should really go and see it. Watch you love it. You'll probably love it. It's, it's, it's Ferngullian space. It's like, you guys, this movie's amazing. What's wrong with you? I think, I think some of it was the hype. I'm not going to like... We yeah. were annoyed by the hype. Juan's mom loved it. Like, she was so excited about us getting to go to Pandora. Flight of Passage... Like with us having like Juan and I were not excited about it at all. You need to ride it. I know everybody says this. It's an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. You should you should experience it. That's another ride I would. There's not a lot I would wait 90 minutes for. That's a ride I would yeah. wait, wait 90 minutes. I remember for. you know I'd ridden I'd ridden Soren before. I know you haven't ridden Soren. Um, and I was like and I had heard that was such an impressive <laughs> 40 ride and it was so amazing. And I went on and I was like this sucks. And, and when, that's why you weren't excited about. I wasn't excited about Flight of Passage. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. It's so is Soren with Avatar. And again, I hadn't watched Avatar, so I didn't have much interest. I I wasn't impressed with Soren, so I was like, okay, it's going to be Soren. And then it was an amazing there forty was, experience. There has never been a group of people who are less enthused yes. to get in line for this ride, and then wait that. ninety and minutes. All of us were blown. Yep. The f away. Like yeah. we, you guys, all of us rode it twice. My daughter Isabella, because we had Elena with us and she wasn't tall enough to, to ride, got to ride it four times in one day, and she wanted to get back in line a fifth time to ride it. So, all right, so we're gonna take the Skyliner over to Epcot, Tandy. What's your favorite ride there, and what's your rope drop ride? So my favorite ride is the food. I really love the food I, at Epcot. You know what? I want to change my answer. You want to change your answer? Um, but I do like Spaceship Earth. That's still my favorite. All of my favorite rides have been taken from Epcot. So I loved Maelstrom. That's gone. I love the Ellen's Energy ride. That's gone. I don't like Soren, so I'm not going over there. I hot do take, like Hot Take Express here. We don't like. <laughs> neither one of us likes Soren. Like, oh, I haven't ridden Soren. I have no desire to ride You're it. I'm not going to be impressed. Like yeah. Uh, I, I do like the 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 Nemo ride. It's fun, and again, there's animals in there. So well, that's I like a giant animals. aquarium. So the, mm -hmm. my girls love that ride, mm -hmm. and they're they're not. I don't think. East is the target demographic for that. Yeah. But again, loves animals. I loves do like aquariums. it a smidge less though, since they don't have a dolphin in there anymore, but it's yeah. okay. I find it interesting that you like spaceship birth because I love spaceship normally 
that so that's my favorite ride. What, and it's one hundred percent nostalgia. What's in that ride, Jess? Smells. Smells. <laughs> it smells. So like the 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 book the book is it books burning is that or the the, the books burning books in burning Alexandria in Alexandria I don't know what they use yeah so oh. Disney does this thing where they definitely use aromas and scents to trigger memories well yeah because like all your memories are attached to smell smell yep and, and they're so, smart about that so they use that and that ride has always smelled that way it smells delicious but if, if any if anybody was like does that really happen I would say go to that ride and that is the that is pure evidence of Disney using that approach. Full disclosure, I haven't ridden Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. You've ridden it in France. In France. It's a lot of fun. And I haven't ridden Garden, Guardians of Galaxy either. So that this may change mm-hmm. once I've ridden those rides. But right now, it's Spaceship Earth. I, the smells. All do the you things. like the movie Ratatouille? I do. I love okay. It's actually one of my favorite yeah. Pixar movies. I like that movie yeah. a lot. I know some people don't like rats in the kitchen, so it's hard for oh, them yeah, to watch mom, that. My, mom, my mom's the my same mom way. Yeah. And so, but I really loved it. Um, and I didn't expect that ride to be in France. I mean, that's kind of stupid because that movie takes place in France. Yeah. And when I wrote it, I was like, oh, it's the trackless ride. So that yeah. was one of the first, like. That was one of the, mm-hmm. that was before Rise. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. And Rise does it like how, whatever oh, learnings yeah. they got from Ratatouille, et cetera, they, they well, I, souped it up for Rise. I would actually say Mickey and Minnie's Runaway were out Oh, it's good too. Amazing Are you kidding like me? That, that tornado? Dance, well, that dance scene where you're, where one, two, three, one, yeah, two, three. Yeah, that and the tornado. The tornado blows in my mind every time. Yep. But I would say, and this is with me having not ridden it as a rational rope drop rider, I, I would say that I'm rope dropping Ratatouille. Or I Guardians. would come in, well, or Guardians, but right now Guardians on the, but yeah, probably maybe guardians but i so the reason i would do ratatouille i'd come in on the skyliner which has you enter through france i would go to ratatouille and ride my second favorite ride which is getting a pastry in france (laughs) the food is my favorite ride so so like two birds one stone there what's your favorite pavilion jess oh my god dandy don't let's do it on three because i bet it's the same pavilion one two three germany (gasps) what I, I, it's a toss up. I, I like, you know I, why I it's Germany going back and forth. The caramel store. Cause you're freaking German. I'm German. The food's amazing. They like, so here's the thing is German food, like authentic German food is really hard to get right. Mm-hmm. They, and I'm sure they do this right in all the pavilions. They do it right there. Like, well, because Disney hires people from yes, those, I know. those and places. So I, so the other thing is, as a gluten intolerant person, I can have 90% of what's yeah. in the caramel shop. I, 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 I don't know. I love Mexico too. I, I, I was going back and forth between the two of those in my love head. Mexico. Yeah, I love Germany. Which is funny because I'm from Texas. Yeah, well, so then, and I'm in an American American family, I but I love Mexico. Yeah. All right, so now a few things before we wrap up. What's the most magical moment you've ever witnessed, Tandy? Um, so when we talk magical moments, we're talking about things that we don't expect and then just happen Surprises. and kind of, yeah, things kind of, that only happen in Disney. Right, World. right. And I think one of my favorites was I am a big fan of the Muppets and I bought a Kermit the Frog Muppet toy at Hollywood yeah, Studios. Right. Um, I love their 4D theater. It's a lot of fun. Definitely highly recommend it. it holds up after all these years. We had gone to a different park. I'd left my Kermit behind. And when I came back, the maids had, had made up the beds and the TV was on and Kermit was positioned watching the TV with the remote in his hand. And that was adorable. I love that. Your mom has a picture of this and we're going to put it. Oh, I have a picture. Yeah, you have a picture. Yeah, the picture. I took the picture. We're going to include it um, so everybody can see. But yeah, I love that you have a picture of that. Yeah, yep. it was great. So so for me, and, and this is probably because I think this was the first 
realization, and again, having gone as a parent the first time. So this was the first trip when I went back with the kids. Um, this was Juan's for, one of Juan's first experiences at Disney. So we were at Disney Springs. We were exhausted because we flew in that day. We went to Disney Springs because our room wasn't ready. Our flight left at like six. And that's a hot tip for anybody who gets there early. Leave your luggage at the counter and go to Disney Springs. That's, and that's exactly, well, I, that's And exactly then go to T-Rex restaurant and get that chicken fried chicken. Well, we did, we did that too. We went to T, on your recommendation, we went to T-Rex and, and it was a great recommendation. Nothing hits the spot. But so we're in line for a photo pass exhibit. So we're inside, not near a pavilion, not near food anywhere. Isabella, who was six at the time, had a lemonade. She spilled it all over the floor in the line. Again, patience is gone. We're both frustrated that this happened. I barely turned around to like start to talk to her about it. And someone swooped in. It was cleaned up immediately. A cast member came from I don't even know where with a brand new lemonade. How the heck did they know this was lemonade? Who even knows? And and she had it in her hand. We're again, we're nowhere near a restaurant restaurant or food booth or ki- kiosk. And this lemonade just magically appeared and everything was cleaned up and it all, all was right in the world again. And I think that was when me and Juan both realized that this was going to be like not like any other vacation. That was pretty. That was pretty incredible. Yeah. Anytime I take anybody to Disney World, I always tell them like Disney's a well-oiled machine, and they know customer service like nobody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. I've never had a, a a bad experience with a cast member. They're, they they are neither. the most amazing people on the planet. Yep. What's your favorite memory? God, I got so many. Uh, I have a seagull stealing a churro from a three-year-old. <laughs> Um, I, I'm seeing the Nightmare Before Christmas Halloween overlay oh, in I Japan. Hate, I hate you after, that you got to see that. After Paris punked me, and I thought <laughs> yeah. for sure it was going to have an overlay. I thought for sure it was going to have an overlay at Disney World. I kept getting punked every which way. I like when we walked by It's a Small World, and Issa, who at the time was eight, said, hey, it's only five minutes to ride It's a Small World, and all three adults looked at each other and kept walking and went, yep. <laughs> And just walked on right by. Yep. The time we were at Skipper Canteen and Elena was fast asleep and we put her in the stroller, Dead still asleep, asleep hadn't, asleep. hadn't eaten yet. She was knocked out. We were on our way over to Aloha Isle to get our Dole um, Whip because you can't leave Magic Kingdom without a Dole Whip. Nope. And we've got about halfway, the the shade to the stroller flips up. She smacks it with her hand and goes, we ride Peter Pan yet? And throws it back down. We had not ridden Peter Pan And then, yet. then she got to eat her lunch, and then we went to Peter Pan. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So I, I'm the same way. I have a lot of favorite memories. One, one that I haven't talked to you about, I, so I love Dumbo, and I remember riding Dumbo with my dad, and he would let me move the Dumbo up and down and control it. So I, I remember that. I remember riding uh, Speedway as well. Very similar experience, getting to drive the first time as like a four-year-old is mm-hmm. incredible. Like I know that people hate that ride because it smells like gas and I get all of it. But yeah. when you're a kid and you get to drive a car, like there's nothing better yeah. than that. And you get to move the car around and hit, like have it hit yeah. and, and your parents like dying. And then I think, you know, being able to see Elena, who was three at the time, see the happily ever after fireworks show for the first time. I know you don't like the fireworks shows. Um, Tammy, I don't but, like shows. I don't my, like parades. But my family were big fireworks people and getting to see her see Tinkerbell fly for the first time. The fact that they have a human being go from the tower of the castle to uh, Main Street is is amazing. Um, no one does fireworks like Disney. I love that show overall and kind of seeing those core memories created for my kids was a was a pretty amazing experience. I mean, you heard my story about how I almost got run over by the high school musical parade. So of course yeah. I don't like parades. No, you don't you don't you don't like any any of that any of that fun stuff. I do like seeing the castle lit up. 
that's one of my favorite things at night is yeah. I always like to take a last glance before I leave it at the beauty of that, of that all lit up. And yeah. now it's pink in Disney world. So it's completely different for me. Yeah. It's different now because of the 50th too. So they, that, do you like, think they'll paint it back to gray after the 50th? I think they're going to, I think it goes back. I'll yeah, be I interested think, to I see if they do back. that. I think it'll go back. All right. So any, any closing thoughts, Candy? So my closing thoughts were, we're not pros. Um, we're not travel agents. We're not season pass holders. Uh, we don't live within distance of the parks. So for us, when we go to Disney World, it's it's a pilgrimage. It is a labor of love. We plan. And I think we are more like a lot of people who, who go. We're more like the masses because the masses don't live within reach of the parks. Certainly, if you're planning, listen to your California and Florida residents. I mean, they go. It's in their backyard. Yep. They're going to have the best travel tips. But our experiences are, you know, based on the fact that we you know, we do go just once every in a blue moon. So it's something to be savored. Um, and I think that can only come from people like us who are so far removed and have different experiences to offer. So with that in mind, I'd say, so if you are like us, um, grab your Mickey Mouse ears uh, and let's take the second start of the right and straight on till morning to into the Disneyverse. We're excited to go on this journey with you guys. We are. All right, until the next episode. If you liked today's episode of Into the Disneyverse, follow us on Instagram at Disneyverse Historians or on Facebook at Into the Disneyverse. The music in this episode was created by Skolex on freesound.org. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. And don't forget, all you need is faith, trust, and a little bit of pixie dust.